नमस्ते जय शिवाय a very south after topic <laughs> is about siddhis and uh, the much better term for siddhis is actually vibhutis okay because siddhi is a very narrow term to be used for a spiritual yogis so most of the time you the real word to use is vibhuti and uh, i actually have to make notes to write down at least all vibhutis siddhis or vibhutis are infinite okay so i am at first going to explain you some conceptual things about it one very important thing what is needed to attain siddhi of anything that is external to you suppose you want to have siddhi on five elements air water fire and space earth you want a siddhi on panchbhutas and you want them individual one by one one by one one by one by one then what are you going to do have dharana one point is ness towards just that element so the minimum thing that is required for having any siddhi ever in life is being one pointed being so much concentrated and focused on just one thing for a long time then you attain the siddhi of that thing now you may say no if i do the japa of this mantra uh, million times then i'll attain the siddhi no japa of mantra is not giving you the siddhi japa of a mantra is trying to make you focus continuously be at one pointed for a such a prolonged time if you can be one pointed for such a long time you will manifest anything and everything not just siddhi of panchbhutas or not just this siddhi of one particular thing or anything anything that you put it put your mind to if you can be one pointed about earning money to the right way or which whatever is your profession if you want to if you can be focused and one pointed about it unbroken one pointedness for days and months and years to come then you will start and you became one pointed for uh earning money through the right ways or whichever way the you, your profession is you became one pointed for one thing but actually you became one pointed and that now you practiced on one thing for earning money suppose or for lakshmi hmm, for the goddess of wealth so you did did it for that thing but actually what will happen is once you become one pointed then after that even if for few minutes or few hours you focused your 
attention onto anything else, you'll become, you'll have a siddhi of that thing. So it's not just the siddhi of one thing. I have siddhi of Lakshmi. I have siddhi of Kali. I have siddhi of Shri Vidya. I have Das Mahavidya siddhi, siddhi and this siddhi and that siddhi. No. Yes, you can. If you focus your mind on one thing, you will become siddha for that thing. One pointedness. If you can maintain one pointedness in uh, yogic or spiritual concept is called as dharna. So if you can maintain a dharna on one thing, then you will become a siddha of that. But just because you have learned dharna, then you can have dharna on anything. Just because when you have learned dhyana, can dhyana be for something? Never. But does that mean dhyana doesn't give you siddhis? It does. Lot of very high power siddhis. Very high standard siddhis are given to you. You have them. You attain them. When you are, you become a dhyani. Why all these, these? And when you go to samadhi, you have even much more siddhis and much more things. Why are siddhis or vibhutis happening to you, are being given to you on your spiritual journey? Why? See, so you can show off. <laughs> so you can go around and play with them, <laughs> have fun with them. <laughs> no. You are a superhuman being already. You are a super being in the human body. You are a supernatural phenomena in human body. Without attaining those powers, how will you understand or know yourself? Right? To cut a diamond, diamond is needed. Diamond can be cut only by the diamond. So as only a supernatural person, supernatural being, being with supernatural powers can only understand the truly who you are. So that is the reason, the real reason, why vibhutis or siddhis happen to you in the first place. Right? But when people try to have them for reasons, when, when siddhis are attached, you know, the reason for attaining a siddhi, when it's not about changing the state of chitta from ekagra means concentrated to dhyana means meditative, to samadhi. Okay? When this is not the purpose of attaining siddhis. Instead, changing the state of chitta is not the purpose. Instead, the purpose is something outside of you. Something in the sansara. Something in the world. I want more money. I want to fly. I want to know everybody. Read everybody's mind. <laughs> no matter how much bullshit is there. <laughs> I want to do this. 
I want to feel special. I want to look special. You know, I want to be a one unique, great, powerful person. I want to know the past, present, future so I can take decisions accordingly. Even if you know that, you are not going to make any decision. <laughs> so when the purpose is like that, it's not that those purpose cannot be achieved through Siddhis and supernatural powers. Definitely they can be achieved. It's a very achievable thing. But then it sounds like you, I need a really, really nice Vajra kind of sword. Sword that is made up of uh, some astral metals and material. I want that kind of a sword. For what? So I can chop my veggies in my kitchen. <laughs> Asking, using Siddhis or Vibhutis. For any of such things is like having a sword made up of astral material and using it to chop the vegetables in your kitchen. <laughs> That's what it means. Because if you wouldn't have indulged yourself in chopping vegetables or being very happy with the a small goal that you might have achieved using that one big Siddhi. If you wouldn't have stopped yourself there, then you would have become the ultimate power. Ultimate being, Samadhi person, person who has attained Moksha, then you would have had all possible Siddhis that you can ever imagine. You can't actually even imagine the kind of Siddhis and Vibhutis that are there. It's beyond human imagination. And not every Siddhi is for the use of human beings. People who have attained Samadhi, they have Siddhis and Vibhutis that are actually used for doing something in the cosmos. For celestial beings, for other kinds of beings, body beings, non-body beings. So that many Siddhis are there. Soup, if you really want to be a superpower, then you are doing good that you are on this path of becoming a Siddha. But then don't stop at small, small things. Don't let small things stop you from becoming a superpower. It's like if I am making somebody an athlete and just because he can run better than all his peers and he goes and starts competing at the local level and then regional level or then state level and then uh, so on and by the time he reaches international level he's a failure because the small, small awards that he was getting at local level, regional level, state level. If those are treated as a milestone for that bigger achievement, then that is fine. But if those awards are making you very happy and you think your life purpose is solved, you have become a Siddha for one thing or another, 
then that will stop you from going there, from becoming a super siddha. An ultimate power in the world, in the cosmos, in the Brahmanda. Ultimate power, stopping you from that, right? So think about what you are doing and why you are doing. That is one thing to keep in mind. Another thing is, now let's talk about Siddhis. So Siddhis are actually either by birth or by doing tapas in this life. Why some Siddhis are by birth in some people? Some people are born as a mind reader. Some people are born as a manifester. What they will say will happen. Even if there are no clouds at all and it's really sunny, still, if they say it's going to rain very soon, it's going to rain, then it will rain. It does rain. Manifester at a cosmic level. Why some are born with Siddhis or Vibhutis? Because they have done what was supposed to be done to attain that Siddhi. They have done everything in their past life. In some lifetime, some of the past lifetime, they have done what they were supposed to do to attain it. So there is not, not so much of a surprise element. Oh, you are born supernatural. Yes. Because I have done ton of tapas and ton of sadhana and stuff in my previous lifetime. Such harsh tapas and so much of sadhana that I died <laughs> because of that. So naturally in this lifetime, I'm born with some siddhis. If somebody dies in nirvikalpa, savikalpa samadhi, they're born with siddhis. You see? So that is the reason some people are born with it. While others, they have to work hard towards it. They have to do what they have done in previous lifetime. So it's not such a big deal if somebody is born with Siddhis. It's not a big deal at all. Okay, Like they have achieved, you can also achieve. They, 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 they didn't become something, you know, very, very unique and special. Where you can never be. Because they have done, they have walked the same path which you are trying to walk in this lifetime. Which you are going to walk in this lifetime. So they have already done that much. It's like meeting a university student and suppose you are a primary school student and then you are thinking, wow, this person is born that way, special. Well, if you do the same thing, you will also become special and in next lifetime, you will be born that way. <laughs> and a lot of people will think, now you are special. So this is how it is. So, Siddhis by Janma, by birth. And uh, Siddhis through harsh tapas and Oshad. Oshad means herbs, medicines, alchemy. Okay. So Siddhis through that or Siddhis through Japa, Tantra, Mantra, Sadhana. Yoga, Kriya Yoga, doing dharna on different kind of objects, different kind of things. Then being a dhyani and then in samadhi, 
all these kind of things. So these are the effort-based efforts that you might have to do to attain any particular Siddhi. A start of Siddhi happens, the state, first stage of Siddhi. What is the difference between, between the Chitta of a person who has become a Siddha or who is a Siddha and a normal person? The state of Chitta differs, that's the only difference. That person has a very one-pointed Chitta or that person may be a Chitta of a Dhyani. Chitta, where the roots of chitta vrittis have been uh, cut, cut, cut off. Or he may be a, dhyan, a samadhi person, where the seeds of chitta vrittis have, are being fried up, are in the process of being fried. That's the difference between you and a normal person. So siddhis start from the dharna state of yoga. Ashtanga Yoga, Maharshi Patanjali's Ashtanga Yoga that we talk about. Yamaniyam, Asan, Pranayam, Pratyahara. Right? And then Dharna. So Dharna, Dhyana, Samadhi. Three states of Chitta give you different, different types of Siddhis. If you want to know or learn the siddhis that happen stage by stage, because dharna is also a very lengthy state of chitta, means it, it has to be there for substantial period of time, for few years, decades it has to be there. It has to be perfected over the period of time. So dharna is a very long stage, dhyana is a very long stage and then in, in the amount of, in, the, in terms of number of years. And then samadhi is a very, very lengthy stage. So if you want to learn at what stage in the evolution of dharna one has what kind of siddhi or in dhyana state what kind of siddhi, in samadhi what kind of siddhis, different kinds of siddhis at different stages. What happens exactly at which stage of your spiritual journey or of your journey which these you attain at each stage then the best thing to read is vibhuti pada vibhuti pad of yoga darshan by maharshi patanjali and do not read commentary by anyone other than Ved Vyasa's commentary. First commentary, Bhashya commentary was written by Maharshi Ved Vyasa on Patanjali's Yoga Darshan. So Patanjali's Yoga Darshan has Samadhi Pad, which is about all kinds of Samadhis. And he's telling you the end results of Samadhi and this and that. And then it's about Vibhuti. Next one is Sadhana Pad. Where he's telling you how many kinds of different sadhanas and what sadhanas do and what is the purpose of sadhana and how, what, what should be done and how it should be done and all that, those things. Sadhana at different levels, physical and subtle levels. So that is Sadhana Pad. And then Vibhuti Pad. Because of doing your sadhanas and now that you understand various stages of your sadhana, then you will understand at which stage of sadhana, which siddhi is attained 
So Vibhuti Pad. You can study that. You can read that. Ved Vyasa's commentary on uh, Patanjali's Yoga Darshan and Yoga Darshan's third third section, third chapter. You can say Vibhuti Pad. And last one is Kavalya Pad. End result of all of this. <laughs> okay. So that's what it is about. In a nutshell, if I have to list or name some of the Siddhis, then I'm going to explain you that. But I'm not going to tell you in which stage that happens. In, in a nutshell, I have told you that Siddhis start from Dharna and go all the way till Samadhi. So Dharna, Dhyana, Samadhi. Three stages of your Chitta or three times when in your uh, uh, spiritual journey is when you attain some siddhis. Now, you may not look at it this way. You may think, okay, I'm just a sansari person and I'm living my life normally, but I want uh, the siddhi of Lakshmi to have more wealth in my life. I want the siddhi of the Kali to become more ferocious in my life or this way or that way. So, you, whatever be the purpose. and But essentially what you are trying to do is Either become one-pointed, perfect your dhyana, be in, uh, perfect your dharna, then be in dhyana and then be in samadhi. So unknowingly, unknowingly doing this, this thing only. And it's a minimum eligibility requirement to attain any siddhi that your dharna should be perfect. Okay, Only then you can attain that siddhi. So what are some of the siddhis? Let's see. So nirmal, nirmal body, having a Nirmal body, very, very subtle and flawless body, like Shiva had. That's one of the vibhuti, one of the siddhi, having that kind of a body. The body which never gets sick, the body which doesn't uh, die or decay, go through, goes through decay, that is called as nirmal body. Another one is being a dani. Not the modern charity people. I'm not talking about modern charity people. Dan means charity. So I'm not talking about modern charity. It's a dani in a very high sense. Whoever asks or asks for whatever that is given to him or her. It's again like being Lord Shiva. Or even if you go to Samadhi people and you ask for something and if you are not going to do any harm, it's nothing is... Nothing bad is about to come to you, then you will be given that, whatever you may be asking. So it's like manifesting for others what they need. Manifesting for others, whatever they may need. Somebody might be looking for a job and you just help them for some time and uh, they get a job very soon, very fast. Something very dramatic can happen. So you can, you get the ability to manifest. This is the ability to manifest anything for anybody. Next is Odharya. Odharya means somebody who can do Udhar. So if not just the... Now you are not only giving, you know, uh, what is needed to the person, but you are actually pulling them out from sansara. 
एबिलिटी और द सिद्धि विच अलाउज वन टू पुल अदर पीपल आउट फ्रॉम द बॉन्डेज फ्रॉम द संसार एंड टेक दम टूवर्ड्स मोक्षा थ्रू ज्ञान थ्रू सिद्धि थ्रू दिस थ्रू दैट थ्रू विच एवर वे इफ दे हैव दिस एबिलिटी टू ब्रिंग अदर पीपल आउट ऑफ बॉन्डेज एंड टेक दम टूवर्ड्स मोक्षा दैट इज कॉल्ड द सिद्धि ऑफ औधार्य All Samadhi people have that. That's the reason they end up teaching people, preaching people, giving them Shakti path and this path and that path and helping them walk a spiritual journey, showing them, guiding them, helping them remove their Chitta Vrittis and seeing their Chitta Vrittis, others' Chitta Vrittis, seeing their karma, other people's karma. All Samadhi people, all those people who have attained Samadhi have this Siddhi. This siddhi does not happen until you reach samadhi states and nirvikalpa samadhi state. So, this siddhi will not happen to you. Another one is like becoming as Prakashman, light being, becoming a light being, like how sun is. And this is just one sun that we see. Prakash does not mean just this one sun that earth has. We have so many planets, so many solar systems in our, in our galaxy, in other galaxies and we have billion suns there. It's about the light. Attaining the body of light. That is another city. Then you can travel at the speed of light. <laughs> Attaining the, next one is attaining the capacity like earth. To be able to bear the nonsense and still keep holding. Nonsense of sansar. Ability to bear all worst kind of things is still staying there. Holding it all together. Like earth. So this is another Siddhi. Next one is becoming vast like sky. Or space you can actually say. Becoming vast like space. Now, I am not explaining you here what can be done using these Siddhis. I'll leave it to your imagination. <laughs> if you become as vast as cosmos is or as vast as space is, then why is it needed and what can be done with it? That is your research, your journey and you have to learn by yourself. Okay. Next is... Becoming a Trikal Gyani. Okay. Trikal Gyani means, Trikal means three times. Past time, past, present and future. Knowing the past, present and future. Not just for yourself, but for anybody and everybody. This is also the Siddhi. 
This Siddhi has two levels actually. Anybody can become Trikal Gyani if they become Dhyani. This Siddhi can be attained during Dhyana period. Knowing the past, present and future for yourself and other people. What will you use it for? That's your stuff. Next is being visionary. Seeing 10 or 20 steps ahead. It's a Siddhi, it's a Vibhuti. Being visionary. Not just in your life, not just for yourself. If that has to be seed for an organization, for a country, for political party, for a other person, it can be seen. Seeing 10 steps ahead, being visionary is a Siddhi in itself. And obviously, how comfortable you would be, you think that it can give you some kind of comfort to see 10 steps ahead and it will make you walk your journey in a better way and it will give you some, some kind of security, then you are highly wrong. Those who seek security, certainty will not get this city. Only when you are, you are not insecure at all, you are not fearful at all, Abhinivesha has gone away from you and Ragadvesha has gone away from you. Only then you will become somebody visionary who can see 10-15 steps ahead in life. Few years ahead in life. Not just for themselves, for anybody or anything. Okay? And not only that they have, they have the ability to go ahead and see next steps. Uh, visionary just means this much. But if they can go back also and see all this stuff, then they are called as Trikal Gyani. Knower of past, present and future. Next is knowing the understanding anybody. Not just human beings. Understanding all birds, birds, and understanding and hearing the voices of birds, whatever they are speaking, you know what they are talking about. Understanding uh, the voice and stuff of fishes, knowing what they are saying. So any being on in water or on earth or in the sky, a bird or anything, or any human being, you understand the language. In, language is a wrong word. In Hindi we call it Vani. Because what will you call a bird's language? If a bird is in Germany, is she speaking German? No. <laughs> so it's not language. It's Vani. Whatever sound pattern is being made with or without language by any being, understanding that is a Siddhi in itself. And this is one Siddhi this, these three Siddhis, you see, uh, being a Trikalyani, knowing past, present, future, being visionary, seeing 10-15 steps ahead in process of evolution for any being or thing or company or whatever. And this knowing the language or the Vani for uh, anything. This, these are three common Siddhis which, which are found in the later, anybody who has attained uh, Savikalpa Samadhi. Uh, reached the Savikalpa Samadhi state. 
you will see that it's there in everybody. It's not that it requires any kind of a special effort. This is by default Siddhis. This will be there. Okay. Next one is also one common Siddhi which is there in all, all Dhyanis, all, all Dhyanis and all Samadhi people. And that one is uh, knowing the hidden intention. Somebody is saying something to you. But his intention is echoing within. No matter what he or she is saying from mouth. However clever he or she may be. You will know the intention behind. Because you are not hearing what is being said. You are hearing your ekagrata, your dhyana is on that which his intention is within him. Very one-pointed, focused mind on that which is not being said. So knowing others' intention, knowing an animal's intention, knowing anybody's intention, any being's intention, is a siddhi. And you will find it in everyone. Next is knowing all your past lives. This is also one of the common siddhi that is there in all enlightened people, all self-realized people. Knowing all your past lives. And even if you become a serious dhyani, dhyana starts staying in a prolonged state of dhyana and you, you are very close to, when you are very close to Sabij Samadhi, very close to enlightenment, then uh, you will see all your past lives. Another one is seeing others, Chitavrittis and Karma at any given point of time. Why this Siddhi works only in a, at any given point of time? The result of it is true to any given point of time. Because tomorrow, person may have different Chittabrittis. Maybe playing out of him. Uh, he or she may be having, doing different karmas. And you know, different karma fall. Result karmas. Resultant of the karmas. Maybe on the display in his life. Maybe going on in his life. So if any dhyani, any samadhi person, any enlightened person or any siddha is looking at your chitvritis or looking at your karma, then that is true only for today, only for this point in time. It may not be so after a few hours, tomorrow or day after tomorrow and so on. So this siddhi is also there in all samadhi people. You can only see other people's chitvrittis and karma when you are done with yourself. <laughs> Period. <laughs> this siddhi is there in all samadhi people. You do not get this siddhi when you have your own chitvrittis to fry, cook and eat. Okay, You don't get this siddhi of looking at other people's karma when you have your own karma pending. Because that will indulge you, make you indulge with others. By knowing what is going to be the outcome. So that in itself will take you towards bandhan. Towards bondage. And will put you, keep you in sansara in a very very bad way. So this siddhi 
does not happen unless you are self-realized. So, and other people's chitta is changing according to the time. So, chittavrittis are changing and other things are changing. Next, all vipadas and sanskaras are known. Becoming a knower of when the volcano is going to, this volcano is going to explode or that, that earthquake is going to come or any natural calamity is about to come, flood is about to happen or this or that is about to happen. So this is, or if they themselves are about to experience death, then they know it. All Samadhi people know when they are about to die. Before their death, long before their death, they know when they have to leave the body, when it is going to be the time to leave the body. That is the reason they are called as dying as a yogi. Means knowing the date and time of your death and dying then. Leaving the body comfortably. A lot of people just sit and wait and they live in anticipation of when are they going to die. <laughs> okay. So knowing all the natural calamities including your death is another city. Next is uh, becoming a master of all your senses. Okay, your senses cannot take you towards or indulgence into anything. So you become master of senses, the six senses that you have. Next one is being resourceful. This is simple. Whatever you want is given to you. Whatever you need is given to you. Both. Whatever a Siddha wants is given to him or her. Whatever a Siddha or Samadhi person needs is given to them. And this starts happening right from the final stages of Dhyana. When you are closer to Sabij Samadhi, your life becomes like that. In other words, if you need money, money will come to you. If you need this, this will come to you. If you need that, that will come to you. If you need resources of some other kind, they'll come to you. Everything will come to you because you become a magnet. You become a powerful manifester, a magnet. So this is another city. All kinds of, next Siddhi is when all kinds of uh, power, bull, physical body or mental, mental power or physical power comes to you. So power in terms of physicality. So it is called as Apubal, Tapobal, Bahubal, Baladam, Haribal. All kinds of powers happen to you. This is also the result of Samadhi. Next is Buddhi. Buddhi becomes Prakash, Pragya, Alokic Pragya. Means Buddhi intellect is full of light, intelligence. And not just the intelligence about this human life and the, that which is visible to you. 
you start getting becoming cosmic intelligence you start receiving information from the cosmos what is where where it is what it is and what, if needed all these things are based on if needed otherwise there will be a super information download <laughs> the person may you don't need to have that kind of a download so whatever information is needed for whatever the purpose may be cosmic information can be downloaded so that is another city and next one is going to 14 different dimensions lokas all 14 dimensions and lokas are known this is a specialized one this uh, not everybody has this until unless they have been the being in other dimension okay i was i have been a being in other higher dimension because i died i left my body in the state of sabij smadi last life so my immediate last life was not from a human lifetime instead was from a lifetime of a celestial being as a shakti herself curiosity you know i wanted to know i wanted to see <laughs> what it is how it is and then i found myself in mahameru years and years and years and hundreds of years passed nothing happened because once you are into the sabhiji samadhi state then you may think living in swarg or living in heaven is very nice or living in some kind of celestial place or temple with powers is very nice no it's not because the longing is burning within you the longing for completion the longing for self realization the longing to find purnatva dharma meg samadhi longing for moksha is burning you all the time so after spending some time there i realized okay enough i just want to go back to earth be a human take a human body and be done with all this so that is how it was for me so knower of all 14 bhuvans or lokas or dimensions getting not just knower of those dimensions knowing the different kinds of elements in those dimensions bhutas of that dimension elements of that dimensions <sighs> this is the another kind of siddhi okay and then you can have a specific siddhi on different celestial bodies okay so siddhis like for example if you want to have siddhis related to surya sun sun god then you will you can have the, those siddhis you can have siddhis of moon you can have siddhis of uh, dhruv tara dhruv north star okay and um, and whatever is there in the entire it's infinite right so this maya matrix or you can say this cosmos is infinite so infinite things can be used to put your dharna on and whatever is that you can do a dharna of you can have siddhi of that thing you will have the gyan about that thing complete gyan how it is made how it is used and if you want to use them you will have you can use them even the 
all kinds of uh, taramandal, you know, celestial maps and celestial things, the formations of the stars, Saptarishi formation or whatever formation of the stars is there in the universe, you can have Siddhi on each one of them. In other words, you can have Siddhis on each of the zodiac sign. Okay? Because it's a celestial, cosmic, all the planetary positions are a particular cosmic combination. So you can have Siddhi over that. Siddhi over uh, North Star. And if you can figure out, if you can have Siddhi on North Star, then you will know because the way North Star moves, it tells you in the sky, it informs you how other stars are moving. The entire galaxy is moving. So just by having Siddhi on North Star, you can have a Siddhi of all the entire cosmos, the entire universe, the galaxies, not just your galaxy, other galaxies as well. So these Siddhis actually are very deep and very, very mysterious. They are not just so simple as I am telling you. I mean the usability of them and what actually it does. That's not so simple. It's beyond human imagination. Next one is uh, huh, one very important thing. This Siddhi of uh, North Star. So if you focus on North Star, it tells you the motion of all the other stars in the galaxy or in other galaxy. So in your galaxy, if you want to know, so for example, this is the exactly same Siddhi, which tells you when a particular Chitvritti arises in the other person and then based on that, what is going to be the functioning and motion of other Chitvrittis in that person? It makes you, gives you, because in you, the North Star Siddhi, the North Star of all your <laughs> existence, the, out of Chitvrittis, which Chitvritti is the North Star? Abhinivesha, the lowest one, fear. If you see that, you can see the entire player when in his, in other person's lifetime, when he's, you are seeing the North Star or in other words, you can see Abhinivesha, where Abhinivesha is moving based on that, you can figure out how, how much Raga is going to play when exactly, how much of uh, Duesha is going to play when exactly, what this what part of Asmita is this person going to play and what the entire design of his mind, it, his chitta is there right in front of you just by having this kind of a siddhi. So this siddhi is there in all Samadhi people. That's how they help other people walk their spiritual journey. Next is having a siddhi of different chakras. If you have the siddhi of Muladhara chakra, it's in different ways, Vadishthana chakra, Another thing, solar plexus chakra or you can say Manipura chakra, then it's a different thing. And actually the solar plexus chakra, the Nabhi chakra. If somebody has Siddhi on that, then they come to know about the bodies that they have taken in any lifetime. So not only that they know about their previous lifetime, then came to know, they come to know about the bodies like... Uh, I had a body of a grasshopper 
or a body of an eagle, body of a lion or whatever. Different kinds of bodies, not just the human body, but whichever animal. I was a tree once. So all these kind of physical body related gyan can come to you, can happen to you. Next is having a Vishuddhi, Chakra Siddhi. So same like that. After solar perplexes, Vishuddhi Chakra Siddhi. Vishuddhi Chakra Siddhi gives you the abilities like you will not feel hunger or uh, you will not feel thirsty. Okay? Or uh, you will be able to satisfy your hunger just by touching the tree or swallowing the air. Just from breathing, you will be you can nourish your body. So using just one element from the five basic elements, earth, water, air, fire, space, ether. Just using any one element, you will be able to nourish your body. Instead of using all the five elements in the form of food. So that kind of siddhi can happen. And then knowing everything... Becoming a scientist truly means using the purity of the buddhi, having an ability to walk the spiritual journey and whatever chitta is known, ability to remove it and implement things in life accordingly. Taking decisions accordingly. Okay. Living the life accordingly. Whatever changes need to happen in life. Ability to able to implement the gyan in life. Implement the wisdom in life. So that is the, that is another siddhi. Next one is Kurmanadi siddhi. Okay. That is the siddhi when through breathing, you are not only taking the air inside. Instead, you are taking the sankalpas of the Vayumandal. Okay. And when you are releasing, exhaling the air, you are releasing all sankalpas from that. And that is like turning all the pratyahara. That is like turning all senses inward. Having pratyahara. That is another siddhi. Okay. Buddhi becomes very stable in that. And then having another Siddhi where you have to have, where you have gets the darshan, are able to see any and every enlightened person that has, that has happened before you. Seeing all Buddha, Jesus, Zoroaster, and this is, uh, you know, having the darshan of all, all of those people, this is one siddhi that every samadhi person gets. We all get to see the all the siddhas that have happened. Next one is uh, becoming a sarvajnani. Having gyan, wisdom about anything without making any effort. In other words, if I want to know about something in cosmos or something in another person, If I need to know about that, that will happen automatically without any me making any effort towards it. Okay, 
So Sarvajnani, Jnana starts happening to you automatically about anything and everything. We may not say that or use it or you know do anything about it, but if needed, that can happen. Next is Amalgata Siddhi, where you know the state of other people's chitta. That whether it's a shipta state chitta or is anyone having a mood state of chitta or vikshipta state of chitta or ekagra state of chitta or they are actually, they have become dhyani. How close they are to dhyana. So that is known. Uh, knowing other people's state of chitta. That is also very common for all enlightened self-realized people. Next ones are knowing the Atma, knowing the Paramatma. Okay. And then having a gyan of all the Paramatma, becoming like Paramatma, like divine. Sat Chit Ananda is becoming like Paramatma. That's a siddhi in itself. Becoming Sat Chit Ananda is a siddhi in itself. Becoming like Paramatma. Next would be listening to far away sounds. And that makes one listen to cosmic sounds. Sounds of all planets. Sound that the galaxy rotation is making. Not just your our solar, uh, our solar system. Planets in our solar system. Instead, the sound that entire galaxy is made, making. I've heard that sound. So that is another siddhi which happens to you when you are very close to enlightenment. Next is becoming, having a healing touch or being able to give diksha, shaktipat, transmitting shakti just by touch or by thought or by look or through some other intention or some other medium or method. Okay? Just a thought can do that. Transmit energy, becoming that powerful. All samadhi people become like that. Okay, just a hug can transmit and not just Shakti that is transmitted. Even the Paramananda that a Samadhi person is in, even that can be transmitted in another person. Through just a hug or through just a handshake or an in any intentional way, Paramananda can be transmitted. Next is Divya Rup Darshan Shakti means Ability to see the pure form of every being. No matter how much every all the drama that you all go on doing it, doing, or how much you are involved in sansara, still enlightened people can see the pure being in all of you, each one of you. And that's the reason. We keep on focusing that, okay, you should walk towards that side <laughs> where you will become ultimately powerful and you will have, you, you, you achieve your true nature. Next one is living the divine will. It's called as Brahma Piyush Palan, living the divine will. So you see, rarely you will find not, no, never you will find that actually Samadhi people are very busy in any kind of indulging any kind of sensory pleasure. They may be seen 
eating, sleeping, driving car, it may be fun. But if all that is gone, the next moment they will not cry. I'm talking about true samadhi people, not all the drama and the nonsense that some people create in, in the world. Okay, I'm talking about the true states of samadhis, enlightened person. Next is Divya Gandhi Siddhi. Siddhi that tells you, gives you beautiful smells or really, really nice smells of and smelling the smells which are not found on earth but are cosmic smells. Just like cosmic sound, cosmic smell. And seeing cosmic things, so through your eyes you start seeing cosmic things. Anything that is celestial. So Divya Gandhi, Divya Drishti, Divya Shravan, ability to hear cosmic sound, ability to see cosmic celestial beings and cosmic beings and anything in cosmos and ability to smell. Okay. Next is entering other people's chitta. Suparkaya Pravesh, entering into other people's body also means entering into other people's chitta. Why will, why will I enter or somebody enter other people's chitta? Just to see what their state is. Where they are. And I can't even imagine what, the, what other purpose could be there. But I am I'm sure there could be some. Anybody can do good things and bad things using siddhis. Anybody can create a karma and go back to the bondage instead of liberating their, themselves and attaining moksha. Next is Udana Vayu. Next, we have Pancha Vayus in the Pancha Prana. Udana, Samana, Apana, Vayana and Prana. Five different Pran Vayus. So each Vayu has different kind of Siddhi. So if anybody does a Dharna on Udana Vayu, then they may never be drowned. And they become Udvreta. If somebody does a dharana on samana vayu, then some other type of siddhi, siddhis happen. It also is a siddhi of anatha <clears throat> chakra. Okay. Uh, and uh, body becomes very fair in complexion and, uh, you know, a lot of buddhi related tej happens. Person becomes jyotirmai. That is... Another one is uh, listening to the cosmic voices, Akashwani, that is another Siddhi. And uh, another Siddhi is like you on the Kaya, physical body and use, using the, doing the Dharana on the space, Ether Tattva. And that makes the body become light as cotton. Because the presence of body, the sense of body is completely gone. When you do not have the weight or the sense of body, then through your astral broad body, you can travel astrally. You can go anywhere astrally. Till the time you have so much of weight and realization of this body, this physical body, then you cannot do that. Okay. Next is... Attaining the Mahavidehavastha. Mahavidehavastha means actually 
whether you stand in the company, stay in the com company of bad people, shiptu people, you will not become shiptu like them. Whether you stay in the company of mood people, you will not become mood chitta. <laughs> Whether you stay in the company of vikshipta people, you will not become vikshipta. No matter where you are, you are you. Okay? You are, no sankalp or vikalp is happening. Means, no transaction of in, uh, sanskaras or chitvrittis are happening at all. That is, this also happens in the very perfected dharna state. Okay? That you stop taking in anybody's chitvrittis or anybody's stuff. Next one is antaratma. Attaining the ananda of atma. Next one is having the siddhi on all bhutas. All the elements, panch bhutas, panch mahabhutas, panch tanmatras and all possible elements of the spirits. 36 elements. Okay. And ashta siddhi that we talk about, ashta siddhi, 8 siddhis, anima, lahima, mahima, garima, prapti, prakamya, vashitra and ishitra. All these 8 Siddhis that happens, that comes to people, are actually, they come under Bhuta Siddhis. So Bhuta Siddhis could be much more than just these eight. Anima means, Anima Siddhi means knowing everything at a microscopic level. Knowing a person, a plant, anything in cosmos. Knowing everything at microscopic level, elemental level, from where the construction or the evolution may start and something may become something else. So how water might have become plant, how water might have become cloud. So I'm just giving a small example. There's a way much more larger ex examples and applications of these cities. So I'm just giving a simple example that knowing everything at a microscopic level. Laghima. Laghima is a childlike behavior which is there in each and every samadhi person. Very much childlike behavior. Very innocent behavior there is there. And uh, they, all they want to do is just, you know, do seva, service, be of service to other people. Like, you know, Buddha used to give give bath to the sick pictures. And uh, a lot of gurus will start doing the things by themselves in the house, in their ashram. Okay. May start even touching the feet to relax or calm down or to heal somebody to their disciples. And though disciple may not like it, that's a realized being, is samadhi person is touching his feet to heal them or anything like that. But they do not have that kind of feeling themselves. They can just do whatever is needed and when it is needed. That is the siddhi of lahima. Lahima. Next is mahima. Having the grandeur of paramatma, of divine, 
of God, having that in a person is called as Mahima. After that, it's his Mahima. It's divine's Mahima, divine's grandeur that goes on living and working in life through the body, through that human's body, through that person's body who have been enlightened or self-realized or have attained Nirvikalpa Samadhi. And it starts transmitting that, that grandeur, divine grandeur, that impact, that effect starts transmitting from them in the form of giving jnana, just through living, just sitting wherever, whatever is around, it starts transmitting itself, divine grandeur. Next is Garima. It's a non-stop, uh, you know, having a... Garima means having the of Purna. I don't want to use the word pride or proud, but in English language there is no really no word of Gaurav. Gaurav Poon. So this is like having the Gaurav of, again, Garima of Divine. Having the pride of a Divine. Feel, being proud as Divine. Now I, it's very hard for you to understand if I use the word proud or pride, then what it, what is the difference between feeling proud or pride, having pride as a human being, as a mother, as a father, as what, as this, versus having a pride as a divine. So there are two very different things. So pride cannot is not the right word to use. There is no translation possible. But just to make you understand, closest possible thing. So Garima. Next one is uh, Prakamya prap and Prapti and Prakamya. So Prapti and Prakamya means, I'm talking about Ashta Siddhis, eight Siddhis, getting whatever is needed. Okay? So things just keep happening around them. Prapti of everything will happen. Prakamya will happen. Whatever is needed will come. And whenever it is needed, it will come. It has to be needed first. <laughs> Next is Ishitu. La Ishitu. Last Siddhi is Ishitu. Ishitu means becoming the master of all bhavas. Bhav means Ishitu bhav happens. So there are so many different bhavs uh, like uh, becoming, uh, being a Kshatriya or being a Vaishya. So at first Shudra bhav is there, then Vaishya bhav is there, then Kshatriya bhav is there, then Brahman bhav is there. So going beyond all bhavs, being a master of all bhavs. So then one can be what is needed in any given point of time. I can be a Brahman. Giving the Brahma Shiksha, Brahma Vidya to anybody, like giving them Gyan, wisdom based on Shastras, Vedas. And if I have to stand up and be a Kshatriya, then I'll pick up whatever is needed and be a Kshatriya. You see Lord Krishna, Lord Rama, everybody was like that. Having a control on all powers. So you become, uh, on one side, Krishna was giving uh, Gita Upadesh, right, to Arjun. From which Patanjali has written this Yogadarshan. Yogadarshan has been written using Gita Upadesh. What Sri Krishna said to Arjun, that is what is Yogadarshan, has become Yogadarshan. So Yogadarshan is written from Gita. So you see, on one side he was giving Yogadarshan and Brahmagyan to Arjun. 
on other side actually he was in the battlefield <laughs> he was on kurukshetra and he said the mahabharat war was going on <laughs> in between that he was giving gyan to arjun so means you have full control over being a brahmana versus being a kshatriya being versus something else and you can be everything all together becoming a swami master of all powers that is ishvara ishvarta attaining ishvaratva that is what you call ishvar so attaining ishvatva that is the eighth siddhi seventh siddhi next one is vashitva full control on senses so dharma can be played out and dharma can be lived and dharma can be set up wherever it is needed when you make enough people to not have their chittavrittis or have their chittavrittis under control nonsense and drama will stop in the world right all the darkness bad things that you see in the world is nothing but the drama of chittavrittis people are nothing but the bundle of chittavrittis that is what is being played out people are more than that everybody is more than that but nonsense and drama and wrong things and bad things are created just because of uh, others people's chittavrittis are playing out so dharma means not having that not having to be played by your chittavrittis not playing by your chittavrittis instead being the master being that atma being that atma which has seen the parmatma so dharma here the meaning of dharma is not having chittavrittis so you attain vashitva and this siddhi can go to an extent that in front of you if you have this siddhi those who have this siddhi every samadhi person has this siddhi enlightened person so in front of them a lot of your chittavrittis if they want your chittavrittis will not do any kind of drama you cannot do nonsense and drama and if they want to bring out their your chittavrittis then you will be in the worst drama phase in front of them if they feel and if they decide that let their presence bring out and show other people their own nonsense bring that nonsense out the worst kind of nonsense which may take other people a few years of tapasya to bring it out in presence of self realized people that nonsense can come out in a minutes of time so they can stop the nonsense means they can stop the chittavrittis of other people they have because they have and they can make them come out surface up both of the, those things ability to to be able to do any of these things is called as vashitva eighth siddhi another other than these ashta siddhis another siddhis kaya sampat having all kind vajra body not becoming sick easily or ever having all kind of roop lavanya very beautiful body very shiny body no sickness happening okay and uh, 
ability to take other people's karma, cure other people's diseases, sickness or anything. All these things happen. Next one is becoming a hundred percent controller of all the master of all the senses. Not just one's own but other people's. <laughs> like uh, Hanumanji had that said he was the master of his own senses as well as other people. And then the Siddhis that result from the end stage of Samadhis are like becoming uh, Satchit Ananda, uh, becoming omnipresent and uh, knower of all, Sarvagita, knowing everything, anything, any given point of time and uh, attaining, finally attaining Moksha, not having any more death or any more birth at all. That is the biggest city to happen. <laughs> Becoming immortal, not dying. <laughs> Attaining your true state of immortality. Okay. And uh, Buddhi becomes Buddha, attains cosmic stuff. So these are, these were the Siddhis, Vibhutis and Siddhis, you can say. And uh, these are just some of them. These are not all of them. They are infinite cities and a lot of them are listed in a huge way in Vibhutipad. You can read it, but I wanted to give you an idea about what it is all about. Cities, Vibhutis, Ashta cities, and how you can go about them. Okay? So be careful. While walking the journey as a Siddha, be careful. Okay? Namaste. Jai Shivaya.